0: All right, let's get her in here. Dawn Attenasio, com. Her podcast at Stitcher, Spotify, other places. You can also listen to her radio, uh, Te and Soirees, at PurposefulLifeCoach.com. Dawn, good afternoon. Good evening. How are you?
1: Good evening, Marty. I'm great. Happy to be here.
0: Glad to hear your voice, and away we go. All right, I love this topic. we got a lot of ground to cover. Let's see if we can do it in one segment. Uh, we're going to go right through it real quick. but uh, Well, not real quick, but pretty thoroughly. Self-care, taking care of oneself. Easier said than done. You know, we all want to be of service. Some of us, myself included, people pleasers. Uh, have at it. Let's paint with a real broad strokes. Tell me what you got here. Self-care. Go ahead.
1: Sure. Self-care is giving yourself what you need. It's mind, body, and soul. You cannot take care of others unless you take care of yourself first. So it's really not selfish. And years ago, I thought – I had a very limited understanding and vision of self-care. I thought if I went to a spa or only took a vacation, that was going to be, like, the answer – and that was very temporary. The the results were not lasting. So it is more comprehensive. It has to be daily practice. It can't just be that once in a while, take care of yourself. Um, that that will not work.
0: How about the idea though that, you know, if, if you do take care of yourself and you should, you know, sometimes you do it quietly, sometimes you have to take care of yourself by saying no to certain things, no to certain situations. Uh, there could be a perception that you're self-absorbed and kind of standoffish and all you're really doing is taking care of yourself. So how do you, how do you deal with the perception that you might be selfish and self-absorbed if you are only looking after yourself? Because perceptions are realities, right?
1: Um, that is true. You have to set the tone in all your relationships. And if people see that you are confident and in control of your life and you set your schedule they're going to understand that that's who you are you have obligations for you know professionally personally and to yourself and part of that in your calendar should be self-care and you may not be available to those around you and that's where they may not like it they you know it's ironic that the other people in your life could be selfish because they want you available and you are available around what's necessary. You, after you're taking care of yourself, you're going to have some free time. And and that's, um, again, like I said, that's the irony. You have to take care of yourself because you really won't feel whole without that. And you're no good to anybody else if you're not happy and Feel, like, feel your best in taking care of you and your life. What do you think?
0: <laughs> I, I know. I agree. Here's the one thing, though. I, and I think we've talked about this, Don, over and over again. Uh, communication. So, I mean, you have to state your your intentions so crystal clearly now with people, especially with social media. I mean, if someone invites you to a party five times in a year and they say to you, well, you know, I gonna invite you to the party. I know you're going to say no, so I don't know why I'm asking you, but you want to come. You should be flattered they want you to go. But yeah, if the answer is no, the answer is no. But you got to communicate. Sometimes you have to give them a reason why you're saying no. And this is self care. So you're not subjected to untoward and unjustified criticism. So you just got to say, you know what? I don't drink in the party. You know, there's going to be a lot of alcohol there. I don't want to do it. Or you guys play cards. I don't want to do that. Cards bore me. So is the onus really on us to just communicate? as openly, honestly, and as compassionately and as much civility as possible? I know the answer, but I want you to expound upon that because it's hard to do. People, are, people don't want to explain themselves, and I think we have to force ourselves to do it.
1: Yes, here, here's the thing. We can all say yes and no to certain things. The choice is ours. So some things that are important, to us and that fit into our schedules, such as around our self-care and other obligations, will allow for certain things. But you know, you again we set the tone, we teach people how to treat us. Other people might respect us for this and may even follow our lead if we're taking care of ourselves. So that's the positive side. And We don't always have to explain to people. We can simply say, I have a prior commitment, which is true. Uh, So we don't have to people please, and we know that can come into things too. Why say yes to something if it doesn't mean much to you and you're just doing it out of obligation when, you know, we all have the same 24 hours in a day, some of which is sleeping and working then we have to deal um, with what's left. And if we don't keep our energy up with self-care, we're not going to have anything left for um, even ourselves to enjoy that time, let alone give it to someone else.
0: Yeah, I think sometimes we have to say, you know what, I can't give you an answer right now, i got to think about it. I, I was famous for just saying yes to everything. That, that just, you want to talk about the lack of self-care. This brought me nothing but heartache and chaos, and it was very unfair to people. I think there was a deep desire wanting to be liked by everybody, and you can't possibly please everybody. You can't do it, Don. It is just not, it's anatomically impossible. You can't make everybody happy. And so sometimes no is no, and the word no isn't a sin, But I was never one to say, let me think about it. And that is freeing. Sometimes you say, you know what, I got to think about it. But, you know, someone would say, hey, you want to go to Key West? I'd say, great idea. Then, then you know, you go home and the wife says, what are you talking about? We got such and such going on. Next thing you know, then you got to back it up. You got to go to the people and say, hey, I know I said yes, but I can't. They're mad. Wife's mad. You're in the middle. You've got chaos. That's not self-care. What are we looking for here? Take time off or... Don't answer everything right away. Think things through. Establish boundaries. I know you're going to give me a lot here, but that scenario that I just played out happens to a lot of people.
1: Yeah, so we have to make good decisions and not having that reflex decision, impulsive decision, pleasing someone else, saying a quick yes. um, I'll get back to you. Let me check my calendar. I have to speak to my spouse, uh, my significant other, that's okay. And again, if we do that, and that's what people expect, they're not going to take it personally. They're going to believe you, that you you respect yourself and you respect them, and this decision will take time to get back to you, uh, mutual respect and Like you said, it can become chaotic if you then have to uh, change your mind and say, I can't go. That's even worse if you say yes and then you have to come back with a no.
0: Right. Right. That's hard to do. All right. Um, I can't, you know, taking a day off and doing stuff when all the action's going on at work, I have that FOMO, the fear of missing out, and that doesn't play into self-care. You talk about a layoff or a bye week or take a week off, I think it's hard to do. It is. You feel like you're going to miss out. Let's talk about that real quick.
1: Sure. We all need recovery time. And like, this is a <laughs> this is a sports show. And even yeah. in the NFL, a team has that one week in a season, they, they, they're they off. You know, And why? They can heal. They can rest. And they can recover. And we're no different. You don't have to be an athlete to do this. We're we're busy all the time, and if we're going to function and be happy human beings, we can't put ourselves last. And by the way, I, I did have a question for you, because oh, yeah. you are the expert. Um, do you have any data on the NFL wins after a bye week? I was always curious, Like, does that help their performance when they come back?
0: It is a statistical fact. And I don't have the exact number. It's a great question, but a team with a week off playing against a team that played the previous week, it's almost 60% the team with the bye week wins. Even when the team, this is a totality, Don, this is even when a god-awful team like Dallas is playing a great team like New England.
1: (laughs) I still love you
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right she's a Dallas cowboy fan No that's true hey listen your podcasts are up this one will be there as well purposefullifecoach.com purposeful life coach Don at Tenacio, purposefullifecoach.com Don good job you're back with us tomorrow as well weekend edition throughout the weekend as well Don at Tenacio, purposefullifecoach.com we got it all in Don thank you we'll talk to you tomorrow.
1: Talk to you then. Bye, Marty.
0: You got it.